Welcome to the Develop Yourself podcast, where we teach you everything you need to land your first job as a software engineer by developing yourself, your skills, your network, your habits, and more. I'm one of your co-hosts, Peter Elbaum, and today we're talking about something that you may or may not have noticed, and that is that React came out with a totally new set of documentation. And in this documentation, they make a pretty significant recommendation change for how to start using React. Previously, when using React, you could spin up a new React project with Create React App, which is basically a little framework, wouldn't even really call it a framework, more like a library that just helps you get all the dependencies set up and get ready to go. And now React is recommending using a real framework with React. And so today we're going to talk about one of those frameworks, which is called Remix.run. The reason we're talking about Remix specifically is you may recall that on a previous episode, we did with Aaron. I talked about a project I'm building called Present Log. And for Present Log, I decided to use Remix in part because I was looking for a full stack framework, which I'll get into. And in part, just because I thought it seemed cool. And so now that I've been using it a little bit, I have some thoughts to share with you. So you can take these thoughts into account as you're deciding what you want to do as far as it pertains to choosing a framework for React or maybe not choosing a framework at all. So without further ado, I'm going to get into some pros, some cons, some general thoughts. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, so first of all, what is Remix? On the website, it says that Remix is a full stack web framework that lets you focus on the user interface and work back through web standards to deliver a fast, slick, and resilient user experience. So I think it's really important to call out, first of all, the web standards thing, because a lot of things that you would normally do in React, I've found, are either not relevant or not considered a best practice in Remix because of this focus on web standards. So what does that mean? That means if you're used to React, you're going to be really familiar with, for example, preventing default on a form submission. So for those of you that may not know, when you submit a form on a web page, the default behavior is for the page to refresh. But modern web apps typically don't do that because we're going for a very snappy and native app-like user experience. A couple of other things before we get into the pros and cons. So Remix is a server uh, framework, essentially. So if you are used to something like Rails or Laravel and PHP, uh, Remix is like that. But they say in the documentation that Remix is the view and the controller, but it leaves the model up to you, meaning the database and the ORM. The stack that I'm using, I'll talk a little bit about later, but comes out of the box with SQLite and Prisma, which I love. Um, But you can swap in other things. There's a stack that has a Postgres database. And so essentially that is the idea behind it. And uh, it also has some interesting advantages, I would say, because of that related to data loading. So this is from the documentation, but uh, really not even the documentation, right on the website, it talks about how Remix has a cheat code, nested routes. So the routes are kind of related to what types of data need to load. And so uh, basically it segments those and it kind of does data loading and code splitting for you. And it loads data in parallel. So you kind of are able to avoid this request waterfall type of thing that you're used to. If you have written a regular React app where you're making a bunch of API requests and you need to wait for them all to resolve before you can show a full page, Remix helps you get around that. 
Okay, so with all that in mind, let's get to some pros and cons from my experience. So let's start with the pros. First of all, it's full stack, which I think is great. So I mentioned before, it's a server framework. So you get more or less everything out of the box except for your model, which I just mentioned. So you have choices as it pertains to your database and your ORM. But the great thing is that it's full stack. So you're basically writing your views and not necessarily your logic, but your views are very much bound up in your data. And so it's a full stack framework. If you're used to doing traditional React development like I am, that would mean, like I've mentioned, you have kind of your static site, front end hosted separately from your application, which is on a server somewhere. Uh, This is the opposite of that. This is kind of everything together. Think more of like a Ruby on Rails or Laravel, like I mentioned, kind of a full stack uh, server framework rather than a a front end focused framework, even though there's a lot in the documentation about prioritizing the UI. It enables you to do that, I would say, because it's handling all these other things on the server. Okay, another thing I like about Remix is what I would call templates, but they call stacks. So these are basically project templates, I don't have a better word for it than that, where you have a lot of technology choices already made for you. So they have one called the Blues Stack, which is kind of like I mentioned, more production ready. It has a Postgres database. But the one I've been using is called the Indie Stack, which has SQLite as a database. The Both of those stacks use Prisma. But basically, instead of having a completely empty project. It has made a few of these choices for you and it also already has some dummy data loaded in there, which I ended up having to replace. But I liked the idea of starting with something that they consider conventional. And also they have tutorials for each of those. And so I did the tutorial for the indie stack just to figure out what was what and kind of get my bearings. And so for me, it made sense to start with that when I spun up present log initially. But I like this kind of stack template idea. I think it's helpful for getting started. Another thing randomly that isn't related to Remix necessarily, but I've encountered for the first time because of Remix is SQLite. So if you're familiar with SQL databases, of course, there's Postgres, there's you know, my MySQL, there's all different types of variations of SQL databases. But the cool thing about SQLite is that it's literally just one file. And so typically when you're writing a web app, you run into this issue where you need a database and let's say you have dev staging and prod, you need to host each one of those. And for each one of those, then you need, you know, access credentials. And I'm thinking of, for example, a Heroku, which I've used in past jobs each one of those databases comes with their own set of concerns. The cool thing about SQLite is it's literally just one file. And so all the data is already in there. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, I don't know, it's just easier to have a file that you can ship with the project rather than having to go spin up a database, set everything up separately. And so it's been cool to interact with that. And I'm starting to think even now of projects I could build that would be fun where I could just have a little kind of attached database via SQLite rather than having to go do all this other stuff. For me, it just kind of opens up a whole new set of ideas that I wouldn't have probably thought of before because of just the level of work that's required to go and set up a data source. So that's been super cool to interact with. I'm glad that they have made that uh, as one of the options that you can use to start building with Remix. 
And another tool that isn't specific to Remix, but I hadn't really gotten to interact with before is Prisma, which I mentioned before. Prisma is an ORM, which stands for Object Relational Mapper. Basically, how to represent your data from your database in code. And so the standard ORM in Node that I've used most of the time is called SQLize, and it's a huge pain. And I was really excited about Prisma when it came out, but it wasn't quite mature enough for me to use in any work projects. I thought about it once, but I didn't want to take the risk with client work. Uh, I needed something tried and true, even if it wasn't ideal. And so I ended up going with SQLize then, but thankfully Prisma has continued to get better and better. They just moved to version five, and it comes out of the box on Remix, specifically with these stacks that I've mentioned. And so I've loved the chance to get to use it. And it's been everything I could have dreamed of. It's super easy to use and just really nice. Another thing that's related more to the framework nature of Remix is that there's more convention over configuration than you might be used to. And so... What is this idea of convention over configuration? Basically, it's the idea when you're using a framework, think something like Ruby on Rails, which popularized this idea. Basically, it's the idea that there's a standard way to do almost everything. And I think this could be refreshing for someone coming from the React world, where basically React is literally just the view layer, and it doesn't prescribe necessarily very specific ways of doing things, which for people that I've worked with who are used to something like a Ruby on Rails was always really frustrating that you had to come up with your own structure and your own conventions for every project basically from scratch. And so Remix is much more structured in that way. And I think there's a lot of benefits to that. For me, there's been more of a learning curve uh, as it pertains to just figuring out what those things are and figuring out how to do stuff that I would know how to do automatically in React and then figure out how to do it in Remix. But other than that, I think that's probably a good thing. And I'm hoping once I overcome this learning curve of sorts that it'll be a lot faster in the long run. And so I would say this is a pro overall, but just something to be aware of. Lastly, for the pros column, this is something I mentioned a little bit before, but data fetching is built in. And so that's pretty cool. Uh, You don't have to go and figure out how to hit APIs. And the whole thing about it is that because everything is on the server, it's super fast. And so basically you have this convention called a loader and you essentially specify what the data is that you need in the loader. And it takes care of everything else. And so you don't have to worry about uh, loading states. You get variables for that out of the box. And because everything is in one application, it's not like you're having to make a request across the wire. And especially in my case, like I mentioned, since I'm using SQLite, it's literally just one file that's hosted on the same server. And so the long story short is that, number one, everything is super fast. And number two, like I mentioned Uh, on the front page of the website, it says that it does data loading in parallel. So essentially there's very minimal to zero loading states. And so you don't have to figure out, you know, for example, if you're writing a regular React app, you have to have a loading spinner for every place on the page where the data hasn't loaded yet. You don't really have to worry about that with Remix. And so that's been pretty cool as well. All right, let's talk about some cons. So we just talked about the pros. I think there's a lot of them, but if you're coming from a regular React developer role or background, then there may be some cons that you share with me. I think the first one is that some of the conventions aren't apparent to me yet. So this is kind of 
something I was just talking about with the convention over configuration thing. But some of the conventions are either not obvious or are just taking me a little bit more time to figure out. For example, something I mentioned before was, you know, by default in a web app or a website, when you submit a form, the page refreshes. And Remix is really big on using web standards. So basically every post request is really a form submission. And that's not exactly the way that I'm used to doing things in React. I recognize React, you know, because it's a view layer and because it was created during this time of web development history when, you know, having the web app-like experience was important. There's a lot of things that aren't necessarily conventional about it. I mentioned, for example, preventing the default behavior on a form submission. But the thing is, that's what I'm used to doing. And so trying to figure out the more web standards way of doing stuff, especially with trying to maintain a snappy and kind of modern looking UI has been challenging. And so I'm just trying to figure out how to maintain the same level of experience while conforming to the standards of Remix. And I haven't quite figured that out yet. It's been a little bit of a learning curve. So for me, that's a con, something I'll hopefully overcome soon, but it's just something to be aware of. Something else that is a bit of a con for me, but I think will get better with time, is that because Remix is new, there are many fewer tutorials and just less information in general that could be helpful. So for example, when I'm learning something new, if it's a tried and true technology, usually there's tons of tutorials, tons of YouTube videos, explanations for how to do things. And as it pertains to Remix, there's just not as much of that. There's not as many Stack Overflow articles. There's just not as many places to look. And so if the documentation isn't helpful or if there are better ways of explaining things that maybe they aren't doing, you're kind of stuck. And so a lot of it is just figuring out yourself at this point, and that's fine. But I do hope that things will improve as it hopefully gains market share. It got acquired by Shopify, FYI, so Shopify bought the company behind Remix. So with that, I'm hoping that it becomes essentially more popular, uh, that it, like I said, gains market share and that more people start using it. So more people are able to share knowledge, but that is not exactly the case right now. So just something to keep in mind. And my last con for the time being, this is probably something that'd be hard to avoid anywhere with any framework or any piece of technology, but I think there are a lot of dependencies and updating dependencies and keeping them up to date is one of my least favorite things. But the downside with Remix is that in addition to keeping up to date with dependencies, like for example, Prisma isn't bundled with the framework, it's a separate installation. You also have several packages related to Remix itself that are needed to be kept up to date. And Remix is about to make a big transition to a V2, and which is going to change essentially how you are doing things. As with any major version change, you need to update syntax and adjust things. So I'm not really looking forward to that. But also, for example, Prisma just updated to version five. And I haven't done a ton of research so far, but for me, it's not obvious how the new Prisma version five is going to play with Remix version one or version two. And so that's just more work that you need to do to keep up with things and make sure that all your dependencies are up to date, playing nicely together, and that your app doesn't randomly break at some point because you haven't been doing that. And so, like I said, that's a concern no matter what you're using, but it seems like there's a little bit more to consider 
with Remix. And for me, that's a downer. So that is my last con at the moment. One thing I will say that isn't a pro or a con is that I've not yet deployed. I've only been doing local development so far. And based on everything I've read, they make it seem like that's supposed to be essentially really easy. It's essentially supposed to be like a one button push deploy. I haven't gotten there yet, like I said, but I'm hopeful that that will be a super nice part of the experience. So TBD on that, but just another thing to be aware of. So those are my thoughts on remix.run. You can go to remix.run, check it out online. Would I recommend it? I think it's definitely worth a shot. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, React is now making official recommendations for using a framework as opposed to just using Create React app. And the two things it lists as choices are basically Remix and Next.js, which I've also used. And so it seems like the world is headed in that direction. So I would say try at least one of them, but I think Remix is a pretty cool place to start for all the reasons I mentioned. I love the data piece of it. Uh, The tooling is nice. So overall, yeah, I'd say I recommend. I think there's going to be some learning curves, but there are with anything. So long story short, give it a shot. Uh, Let me know what you think. And uh, thanks so much for being with us today. A few shameless plugs before you go. Parsity is at parsity.io. My YouTube channel is at youtube.com slash Peter We also have a 30-day free cohort-based JavaScript course with Parsity, which is called Dev30. That's at dev30.xyz. And my automation agency, Slaptask, is at slaptask.com. That's linked in the show notes. For the moment, it just takes you to my LinkedIn because I haven't built a website trying to focus on sales. But if you're interested in automation and scripting, for your small business, then you can go ahead and just send me a DM on LinkedIn. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for being with us and we will see you in the next one.